Is it towards the end of spring? Has your spring garden bolted? Has it gone completely crazy? Are you just over it? Do you not know what to put into your garden? Well, lucky for you, Batavia and I are going to break it down today, and we're going to help you decide what you can put in the ground in summer to get a full harvest to make your garden more productive. And you're getting it here on the Backyard Gardens Podcast. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens Podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the backyard gardener, and Batavia, the front yard gardener. One in the country. One in the city. And this podcast is a companion podcast to the upcoming documentary, Backyard Gardens, a documentary about two families growing food for the first time in a world that lacks nutrition. Okay, before we get started, I want to just say, if you're listening to this, please subscribe and share us with two of your closest gardener friends that would love to listen to us ramble about garden stuff each week. We would greatly appreciate it because we have hit... 5,000 listens, downloads, whatever. <laughs> Someone clicked on something 5,000 times, it. right? <laughs> yeah. 5,000 people have, or whatever, have listened to us talk about gardening. That's, That's crazy, cool, isn't man. it? You know, like. It is. And it's I think awesome. maybe because of this, I'm talking to my neighbors less. And I, I don't know. Like, they may feel like, you know, I'm leaving them out a little bit. I can I can change that Uh-oh. though pretty quickly. <laughs> but you've gained five thousand other neighbors. How about that? that. Five thousand garden the world. neighbors. And we are so appreciative. Thank you all so yeah, much for listening. A big thank you. And now, if you're watching, thank oh, you. I forgot about that. Actually, I didn't forget about that because I looked at the yeah, camera. Yeah, how could you forget? But I forgot about the thank you to those <laughs> that may be watching and didn't necessarily just listen. Hey, hey, listen, yeah. watch, do yeah. both of them. It's You can actually just turn it on and look at our faces and not listen if you want. I think that's yeah. okay. That's that's exactly mm-hmm. what I would do. Mm-hmm. I would just watch people mm-hmm. move their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Subtitles would probably be a so little bit less freaky, though. But go ahead. It's fine. Closed caption, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Have you ever listened to automated subtitles or read them? They're pretty oh, bad. Oh. Yeah, so... But um, yeah. So the this spring for me, it's it's summertime mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. It's hot. Everything is just yeah. bolted. And um, I know I just did a couple videos on YouTube about it. And um, Batavia and I just thought like, you know, every year I go through this myself personally, where it's like, what do mm-hmm. I put in the ground now? Oh my gosh! And I have to go back and look at my notes. I'm like, oh yeah, but. Maybe this will help some people out there. Maybe it'll help 5,000 yeah. people. Who knows? Or the two friends that you have subscribed yeah. to us. That would be well, awesome. Well, the good thing about this for but, me, um, though, is this is like my prime planting time. So for me, planting in June and July is like, you know, that, that's how I roll. So yeah, I have plenty to share about what to put in the garden and still get some deliciousness. 
in a couple of months. Well, you have to remember, it's different for you and me. Yeah, though. it is. As we have discovered it every is. time. And there are a bunch it of different, different zones. I actually want to ask some folks um, that are closer to zone six. If you're using the old kind of zoning map, you may be in zone five, but for zone six or five, whichever way you're uh, you're looking at it, like what you're planting and when your plant dates are. Because I felt guilty about my plant start dates. And I'm talking to a lot of people, some of the 5,000, and folks are just getting stuff in the ground like I am in my area or, you know, in my zone. So I'm feeling vindicated. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, too, because, like, I look at stuff in my zone because I'm in zone 8A. Sure. Today. That's Today. right. Yeah. You heard it here. We haven't totally... We, we actually did a a section of a mm-hmm. podcast where we totally broke this down and then that section didn't record, <laughs> but we're going to go back and actually redo a whole yeah. episode about this because it's infuriating, yeah. but I'm in zone mm-hmm. 8A and when I go on social media, I'll see people harvesting certain things now and I have to go, what, yeah, where yeah, are yeah. they at? What are they doing? Why am I not? Because you know you think everybody's in your zone, but see, they're no, not. See, no, for me, I feel like it's my totally window different. is so small where I feel like everyone is always on social media. They're always kind of harvesting and, and gardening and and enjoying the fruits of their labor when I'm like looking at dirt. So for me, it's kind of that's yeah. the norm. Um, so yeah, yeah, and if you or if you were expecting a garden update this week, this is going to take Mm-mm. place of it. So we'll probably, this is going to be intermingled with it, but like um, we just felt like it was really like important. To get this. Like intermingled. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I see what you did there. <laughs> You're a dork. You're a dork. <laughs> so yeah, this is going to, cause you know, we're going to be talking about what's kind of going mm-hmm. on in our garden, but we figured this is a really important message. So that being said, when you plant, your spring crops mm-hmm. are done. How do you go about it? Do you direct sow or do you do transplants? So just um, transparency moment. I still haven't made it into a spring garden, but it still falls in line with what we're talking about here. So you're looking at kind of transitioning or starting a summer garden. And then the question is, I do get this question quite often. Is it too late to plant insert vegetable? And for me, again, I have always started, you know, in June-ish. Uh, so we'll be in mid-June by the time this airs. Um, so I've been doing a combination of the two, transplants and sowing seeds directly. There are a few vegetables in my area um, that will do fine with the heat we have. Um, just being sowed in June and I'll still get harvest in you know August and September. Um, so I do a combination of the two. But now to be... F- to be fair, you did kind of forego your lettuces and stuff like that this yeah, year, Yeah, I right? guess that's the official word. I, bas- I yeah, yep. I did. Yeah. So, if you so if you take it take put that into account, let's say you did plant your lettuce, would it be bolting right about you know, now for you? Interestingly enough, I do have bolted lettuce. So, there was lettuce that overwintered last year that I planted in the fall. Right. And so that lettuce, what was it? Lettuce, spinach, and kale. 
um, and collars that all either were planted in the summer or in the fall last year, overwintered, came back. I was able to harvest off of all of it. You know, so in part, I had a default spring garden, if you will. I didn't plant it. Um, but to answer your question directly, absolutely everything's bolted. Yeah. So the only thing that's left yeah. in the garden now, let me actually, let me take that back. I have some romaine lettuce that bolted. I have some other leafy lettuce, like a more soft lettuce, um, that mm-hmm. looks fine. I'm actually for dinner. I'm going to grab some leaves and make a salad, I think, because I've eaten all of the junk food that I, I should eat for today for breakfast and lunch. So <laughs> we're going to go really light for uh, dinner. I'm going to see what it's like. Um, so, yeah, the kale bolted weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Um, the collard greens were and I guess it takes like, I don't know, a long time for them to go to seed and actually produce seeds. So I ended up yanking those out of the garden. Uh, and the last couple of things I had, you know, spinach already was gone. Um, the romaine lettuce, I think. And I think that's one that's, pro- I think the, if I look back at the um, packaging, when I sowed the seeds last year, it was one that um, preferred the cooler temps. Because there's some lettuces, you know, that yeah. you know, are heat tolerant. So at this point, though, it's safe to say that every most everything's bolted. Because for me, it's been probably about mm-hmm. a month since things bolted mm-hmm. for me. And it's, um, what is the date? It's mm-hmm. June 10th. No, it hasn't been a month. It's probably okay. been two weeks or so since it was like bolted, like unedible yeah, yeah, bolted, yeah. you know, because I'll, I'll pick stuff up until the last possible yeah. second. And just a quick note on that. We but, were talking um, about that quite a bit where my lettuce has started to get bitter. Like a week ago or so, I checked it. I still dumped it in a salad because I still had some other greens that were fine. Um, and they kind of covered the slight bitterness of the lettuce. Um, but all the other things I mentioned, the spinach and collards and kale, they were just fine all the way up until I harvested the last bit of them. There were a bunch of leaves on the collard green plants, but I mean, they were like, you know, four feet tall, a bunch of flowers, the bees and all had been around. I just didn't even bother to try to taste that to see what they tasted like by the end. So, yeah, yeah. I did. In that YouTube video I just did, I was talking about bolting. And um, I taste tested something. Yeah, did you I did. watch it? Yet? I did. did. Yeah, when I tasted it, I was like, "Oh!" I thought to myself in my head, "It's gonna be close, but uh-huh. it should be good." And I put it in my mouth, and I was yeah. like, "Boy, <laughs> that's not quite." Um, Lettuce turns on you, boy. That's not quite yeah. what I wanted. <laughs> that that yeah, shit turns yeah, bitter. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so if if you had a whole bed mm-hmm. of lettuce, let's just use lettuce because mm-hmm. it's common, and it bolted. Would you do transplants or seeds typically? Would you direct sow or not? Oh, good question. Um, I would do neither in at this moment on June 10th. Um, so I have a couple that kind of say, oh, yeah, they're heat tolerant, a couple packages. Um, but I'm going to wait until I get closer to my fall planting. Because um, we're just getting into the super hot part of our summer, like just barely. Um, so for me, I'm, I'm yeah. going... So you don't, you don't pull them out and replace them. I'm going to pull the lettuce out and plant something different. Because for me, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Something different, but not lettuce. But would you direct sow something oh, different okay. or put a transplant in? For this, I don't know. It depends. For this lettuce that I'm pulling sometime this week, I'm probably going to put a transplant in. But you're getting into the garden update, so if we're not okay. going to do a garden update, I might as well say it. So I actually did buy a couple of transplants for some garden centers, um, and I'm yeah. going to use those to kind of plug in, if you will. 
See, I direct mm-hmm. seed. Mm-hmm. I direct seed. At sow. this time of year, that's what you're doing? So, okay. Right okay. now. Right now. Yesterday, I direct sowed eight mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. things. So, yeah, I direct sow because that's kind of what I, I want to focus on is like, and this is just what I want to focus on, but is like if you're sitting around and you're like, my blood is bolted. I can't get to the store. What mm-hmm. can I plant? Wait, I've got these seeds mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you've got a whole yeah. seed vault yeah. at your well, house. Well, listen now. Listen. We don't want to make necessarily air that to 5,000 people, do we? <laughs> this thing goes a different way. I don't want them. All they've had to do is listen to about half <laughs> yeah, right? of the podcast yeah. and they'll know about your seed vault. <laughs> but I mean, you know, and so I try to direct so just because I already have mm-hmm. it available. But also my growing season is longer yeah. than yours. Like in the fall, I go mm-hmm. a little bit longer. So I have that option. But um, yeah. So that being said, what do you think? This is like question and answer episode, mm-hmm. apparently, because I feel fine. like that's how it's going. We're going to have to change no, this yeah, it format. Works. So do you, are you going to go through and just cut out all your lettuce? Um, then I'll take cut out for 200. Uh, <laughs> no so i only have um like three or four lettuce plants from last year i'm going to pull the one that's bolted i assume that the others because i could see the progression of the leaves are still fine to eat but i'm going to eat them until right. they bolt and then i'm going to pull the plant because it's in a pretty kind of you know com- confined area where i don't have to worry about disturbing other things um so i yeah. generally will pull a plant if I'm going to replace it with something else or in that area versus like kind of just cutting it low or whatever. See, yeah, I don't do yeah. that. You leave it in there. The feed, so the, feed the soil. I leave it in there and plant yeah. right underneath oh. it. No, 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 no. I leave the whole plant. You mentioned there. this when we were talking and about then, the uh, snow peas. And so tell, tell me yeah. again what you do. So like right now I have my lettuce, um, the video for this will be coming out next week, probably, because this mm-hmm. is the next topic on switching to a summer garden. But it's you have your plants like let's say you have your lettuce. Right. And I have me specifically I have lettuce, broccoli, Brussels sprouts and cabbage, and they're not really going to mm-hmm. do anything. So I'm putting winter squash in because that's one of the good ones to put in is winter squash. And um, I plant in between them so they stay okay, shaded. In between, not under, though. And the. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Okay. No. 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 Not. Not under. Because remember, I'm doing mm-hmm. the square foot garden. But as I have deduced with square foot gardening, this is my scientific opinion at this point. <laughs> is <laughs> is in the is in the spring it it is true to mm-hmm. what it says. But in the summer, it's not true to what it says. So some of these things actually need more space. So I took that as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So if I had, I have three broccoli plants in a row. So in between two square feet, because winter squash takes up two square feet, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I put the seeds. Okay. And then I put them next to each other. Yeah, right? but isn't this a fine balance so, though? So giving it some shade versus shading it out. Giving it some shade could be a positive just, shading it out. Not so much. Giving it some shade until mm-hmm, it sprouts. Mm-hmm. You just want that yeah, seed to come yeah. up, right? So you're just letting it, you're letting the water stay real mm-hmm. moist until it can gotcha. shade out or until it sprouts. And then I come through yeah. and cut it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, boom, 
you know, and if it's like a real windy mm-hmm. day or something though, then I can leave it there and it's mm-hmm, protected mm-hmm. for until that wind. Cause we've had a lot yeah, of wind same lately. Here. So then I can, it's still kind of protected from it. Well, yeah, you're in the windy city. I hope so. <laughs> but you, you, yeah, does that make it sense? makes sense. But in my mind, it's registering as kind of one more thing to keep track of. So I definitely get the concept of, because we've talked about how sowing seeds, um, you know, direct sowing seeds and needing to keep that seed moist. And I mean, that's a little bit of work, right? But I'm fine with that part. But the idea of like, literally, I was saying I planted my last batch of potatoes and I was going through my head. Today is, I didn't plant them today. I didn't plant them yesterday. Like trying to keep, go back to, because I didn't write it down in my garden notebook that I don't have. Uh, So I was trying to figure out when I planted them, right? Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Um, But I said that to say, it's at this point, if you're not keeping a tally of those things, it's very easy for me to like look at that lettuce and just say, ah, you know, I know that it's bolted. I'll get back to it. I may not even be watering in between. I know you're on a sprinkler system, so the entire beds are getting watered. I'm still watering by hand, remember? Yeah. You know, so you know how we do, we talk about, I do my garden walk, right? You check out your garden every day. And that clear space makes it a lot easier for me to kind of know what I'm keeping my eye on versus like you're literally hiding Mm -hmm. seeds in between other veggies, you know, so... Anywho, I get it, but yeah, but it's it's one of those things too. So like, I went in and I planted multiple winter mm-hmm. squashes. So I did one, and then I let them come up, and then when I cut them, then I do another one in between another mm-hmm. set of plants, and then when they come up, I cut them. So there will be a staggered, so they're not all done at once. I mean, they might only be a yeah. week difference, but at least I'm not out there harvesting like a lot at yeah, once. Yes, but so. again, so remember with my gardening and my style of, I don't, I wouldn't call it a style, the way that I've gardened over the years, I'm like, I set those plants out once and that's it, right? So there, there isn't this seasonal gardening that I've been trying to get into. So it takes me... I'm planting for as long as it takes me to get everything into the ground. I'm not coming back around and and doing succession uh, planting or anything like that. I haven't been. And so this is a real struggle for me. So this episode is going to be informational for me, too. It's a real struggle for me to keep track of that. Um, So I haven't even got to the concepts of how to manage that the best like you're describing. So, I mean. So how about this? How about you just sit back and kick your feet up and I'll just talk? Finally, uh-huh. I know. I get a I break. Know. No, we're so not going to do that. It's not really <laughs> Is it? Is it considered succession planning? I, well, I, don't, I think that um, your description of carrots the other week is week one, two, three. Yeah. I think just coming in and um, planting a different thing at a different time. You're, you're right. That's not really succession planting. Um, so if you think about it, like with me, if I cleared out that one bed, then I would just have one bed for the rest of the year that I didn't get mm-hmm, used. Mm-hmm. That would be yeah, a Yeah, but it all rolls in because you already had something planted there in the spring, right? So that's done. What I'm trying to get to is, or where I have been is, I plant everything at the beginning, the end of spring, beginning of summer. Things are done traditionally when the cold kills it. 
right? So there isn't any, I'm not pulling up a bunch of things, right? So traditionally going right. back years, I didn't plant lettuce because you're really not planting lettuce at the beginning of June. It's too, it's going to be too hot, right? You know, so right. um, last year I did plant a little bit earlier where I was able to get a little bit of lettuce, a little bit of bok choy, but again, like yeah, that stuff bolted really quickly. Um, so yeah, it's tough. I, I think when it comes to that, you got to get stuff out in the garden mm-hmm. quick, you know, mm-hmm. early. And I think it's actually a lot earlier than we give it yeah. credit for. I really do think that. I think that it's, you know, I think we would be surprised because some stuff likes to yeah, be Yeah, I've cold. been thinking about that quite a bit, right? So after I had sworn off, all right, clearly I've passed up the spring garden time. I was starting to think to myself, like, but it's totally possible in my zone to have a spring garden. Um, but the, you also have that, Oh, seeds like to be warm to germinate. But how in the heck is it going to be warm yeah. in March? But anywho, let's we'll let's save that for another day. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's another time. So as far as like sowing mm-hmm. seeds, the ones that I think work the best. Do you want me just to kind of spit yeah, them I have off? a couple too. I have a contribution okay. to make to this episode. Well, then how about we do the back and forth? Sure, I have like two, but yeah, we'll go back, forth, back, forth, then forth, forth, forth. Yeah. Yeah. So I already said Mm -hmm. winter squash. You're sowing those directly. Okay. So we're just, yeah. And this is what I'm giving is all direct. sow because you're eliminating that germination Uh time and all that. So, and then another one is uh, green beans. All right. Done. I would. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So wait, we are going. You said one. I was supposed to say one. So we're going to pretend like I said green beans. And then now it's back on you. Okay. (laughs) Hold on. Let me hit the rerun button. Go ahead. Going backwards. (laughs) (laughs) So So green beans. Um, I've only sowed them, direct sowed them, and that's what's absolutely recommended um, in yeah. this time of year, right? So you have like between, for me, yeah. between June, July, early, early, early July at the latest um, to be able to kind of get a full harvest off of those. Yeah, I can plant them consistently until August. Then you're cutting it close. But do you know why I wait? No. Because of the bugs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Japanese beetles slash June Mm -hmm, bugs. mm -hmm. If you wait until June-ish to plant them, you won't have those Mm -hmm. issues as much because that's when they're the most active. So that's why why I tried to steal it from you. I mean, I had the listening device, so I was listening. You could see the seeds floating around (laughs) my head. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a big one, I think, because, I mean, last year I just got devastated yeah. by Japanese beetles at first. And then like clockwork, they just stopped. Mm. And as I went through and did my research, I was like, oh, Timing, OK. Yeah. So they only come for a certain period. So the whole thing was like start mm-hmm, them later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. it made sense, yeah. you know. Is it me but, or you? Um, another one. What's your other one? You give me your other one since you have a limited yeah. um, limited um, few. So at this time, thinking about when this is airing, you could still direct sow seed, direct seed cucumbers. Um, I'm talking primarily about yeah. starter plants, though, but you could buy either a starter plant as a cucumber or you could direct sow. You get right to the edge, though, um, when it comes to, you know, the time for those to produce. But those are super duper quick. Um, so 
You know, I'm a big fan of the cucumber. They are, yeah, and they're recommended to actually yep. direct sow over transplants Which, because I, I've struggled. This is second or third year that I've direct sowed that I've start tried to start cucumber plants from seed. Last year I direct sowed them around this time of year. And I was panicked because I couldn't, I didn't see anything coming up. It was super duper chilly last year for us uh, in June. Mm. And I was like, I'm not going to have cucumbers. I'm not going to have pickles because I was determined to can, you know, uh, last year, pickles in particular. And so I went out buying transplants. And then I noticed that some of the cucumber seeds started to, you know, Mm -hmm. pop up. Um, Yeah, mine popped up in a day. Yeah, I actually have... um, Let's see, lemon cucumbers that a friend gave me some seeds last year. And so, yeah, like it's just the shape and just, you know, a little bit milder of a cucumber. I like standard yeah, I, cucumbers, man. Pickling yeah, cucumbers. Um, yeah. I'm a yeah. classic guy. What, what is uh, wrong not, with that nothing tradition? Nothing wrong at all. Um, so, yeah, and they popped up pretty quickly. Um, so, yeah, cucumbers yeah. is my next one. And they're good for succession planting yeah, too. Yeah, but I mean, they come on crazy. I've I have <laughs> far too many cucumber plants too. But I I was saying that I'm struggling yeah. with it now, um, and I I'll have to, you know I probably won't. I want to, but I probably won't. Look at the timing for this year. I didn't get the timing right because my cucumbers are pretty healthy, and then they weren't. You know, so I'm watching them now. I got those are the first things I got into the garden. Um, and, you know, remember, I have 72. I had 72 tomato starts that got down to 60 and so yeah. on. So I had more cucumbers than I intended to plant. And so I've actually been swapping a couple of those out. Um, but none of them were really in great condition. And I say that by if they were in a store, I wouldn't have bought them. You know, but it's like, okay, here they are. We'll see how they goes. Oh, dude, none of my cucumbers yeah, are beautiful, yeah. ever. Cucumber plants? I've rarely... We're talking about, right? No, my cucumbers, Oh, I'm not even sorry. at the point of talking about the actual fruit itself. I'm talking about oh, okay. the plants. And we know the risk of a plant going oh, yeah. into the ground that isn't the healthiest or doesn't look the healthiest. Now, th- yeah. there's also a fine line between that, too, because sometimes they just want to be in the ground. It's kind of like the pot struggle that they go through. And then it's like yeah. once they get into the ground, they can take off. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, it's, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, they just, they Mm -hmm, grow so mm -hmm. fast, you know, and that's why it's a good one. And another one that goes along with that, and this is a twofer, is a squash and zucchini. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like summer squash and zucchini. Those are really good too, because they're pretty fast. I think it's like maybe 40 to 50 Uh, days from seeding you can get start getting a harvest. I actually started, um, so I'll do the reverse of it for zucchini. I did like a white squash, which, you know, part of it's just like, oh, that's going to be kind of cool. Um, so really yeah. kind of small squash. Um, and then the traditional um, kind of green summer squash. And again, two sickly plants. I started them from seed probably last month, I guess. And they weren't looking good, you know, after after I got past the feet of hardening everything off, you know, and then it was like, get everything in the ground. And I'm still working on that. And so they were in their little pots looking like, uh, what are we going to do? But anywho, I planted two of them in one container, knowing that that's not enough space for zucchini plants. But I was just going to sacrifice one of them. But now they've been in the container for about yeah. a week and they've perked up. So now, you know, it's the hard decision. Which of them has to go? Were they root bound? Um, 
we talked about that. I don't know. No, not when I planted them. I think they were uh, just a little bit lighter and yellow. I just think, you know, I had had stopped fertilizing because I was like on to the next thing that I was trying to focus on and didn't, didn't keep up with that schedule. Um, so they don't really, they really don't like to be started in yeah. pots either. Well, you said that, like, but I've only ever purchased, I've only ever grown zucchini from starter plants that I've purchased. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not saying mm-hmm. you can't, but I'm just saying they really yeah. don't like yeah. it. Like you, I think you have to get them at like yeah. the right time, you know, because they're just such mm-hmm. rapid growers. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in my zone or lower, or maybe even yours, you could probably squeeze in a watermelon seed. I hope right so. Now, or a cu- um, <laughs> or a uh, cantaloupe. What's yeah, the other? One? I cantaloupe. hope so because I have. Thank you. <laughs> I. Uh, yeah. I that's thinking that's my thinking sound um yeah beginning of june so we're now about almost two weeks later so those two weeks are really going to count but i direct sowed seeds for melons and they've germinated um i did like a honeydew melon cantaloupe they've germinated but you know it's still they still have a road to go so we'll see if we actually get to the end of the season you you started growing honey yeah but these are these were shorter um a shorter number of days. Do you not recommend honeydew? Do you know? Um, so do you know my feelings about honeydew? Nobody should ever eat or grow honeydew melon ever. And to be fair to the honeydew melons in the world, I have never had an actual honeydew grown in a yard, but I am not a fan. So, I am struggling with the amount of weirdo that I just witnessed. <laughs> like I've seen a lot of things flare up with you and I was nervous. Like how in the hell would I've known honeydew was going to set them off? Right. <laughs> um, now it could be for the reason that everyone you know, thinks of anytime you go to a buffet, anytime you have a conference, anytime yeah. there's that honeydew That's exactly what it is. on like that breakfast fruit platter. I mean, I feel like it's like sawdust. Like it's the, at some point there it's was the honeydew that was good. I don't remember it. I don't remember when I had good honeydew, but I'm, it's my quest now. So you want me, you want me to tell you a story about melons and me? <laughs> is it going to explain what just happened want- about 45 seconds ago? Yeah. Okay. Um, no, it's going to explain what okay. you just said. It's going right. to put it in perspective. So a couple years ago, we were living in New England and I don't know how many years. It was probably eight years ago now. Damn, I'm getting old. But um, yeah, when you start doing that. But uh, I remember I went to a farmer's market and the guy was sitting there and he was he was selling everything. And I said, you know, how much for the cantaloupe? And he goes, Oh, you can have it for free. Now I had never had a homegrown cantaloupe at this point. Never even thought about growing it. And I said, you sure I can have it free? He's like, man, it's, it's about to go bad. Yeah. Just take it. And he was like, as a matter of fact, you can take them all. So I said, okay, I took 10 cantaloupes. I mean, hell free. I just put mm-hmm, it in the compost mm-hmm. pile. I didn't care. I cut into that bad boy. Holy shit. It was the oh, best okay. thing I'd ever put in my <laughs> mouth. It was a nectar of God himself. And it was nothing that I had Mm -hmm. ever tasted anywhere. It didn't have that same, you know how cantaloupe kind of has like that Mm -hmm, musky mm -hmm, flavor mm -hmm. sometimes. It did not have that. It was pure sugar. And so I'm sure with a name like Honeydew Melon, if you grow it, it's probably 
Yeah. The exact same. And I um I intentionally didn't start those indoors because I know those and it even says it on the package yeah. when it comes to watermelons and other melons, like they prefer to be direct so, but they do, you know, again, it's not always possible. So um I bought yeah. another starter plant and I limited myself with starter plants. Flowers is a whole different episode. So we'll cover that later. But for yeah. um vegetable starter plants, I did limit myself to things that I really wanted to grow and I just hadn't had luck with. And you already know what that is. Um, 5,000 folks already know what that is too. Um, yeah. But I did buy one more, um, like a forest pack of like, I can't, it's some different kind of melon that I've not had. So the thought is one, if I don't buy it in the store, it could be something that I love. Wouldn't that be cool? Then two, I bought it as a yeah. transplant in case I don't get any melons off of the seeds that I direct sowed. It'd be nice to actually try to grow melons and at least get a few melons, you know, even if it is from the starter plant. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I, I think that um, I've seen the sugar babies, which, gosh, you know, at this point, we're at, we're at the point already in the season where with the stuff I'm growing, it's going to be impossible for me to keep track. So I, I think it's sugar baby that I watermelon. It's definitely a shorter season the, watermelon. The little yeah, personal exactly. ones. I think it's that, but it yeah, may not be that because I'm kind of a weirdo about those kind of things too. Uh, we'll see. At some point I'll go in the yard and figure it out. Do you know why there's melons that you get at like the buffets and stuff like that are real bland? Um, because they're not in season or they're being picked earlier. Because they're, they overwater. Oh, you know, I have read that somewhere. Not the reason why the buffets are bland, but the um, the danger of overwatering melons. And and strawberries and a lot of stuff you'll lose mm -hmm, flavor. Mm -hmm. So it's very important, especially like right when they're ripening. It's important that you start holding back. Yeah, water. you're a fan of that, but I only do it by accident. Of what? Of uh, holding back water. Well, I, I didn't say mm -hmm. I did it on purpose, and it actually works out pretty good for me because it's mm -hmm. so damn hot that they, it ends yeah. up holding back. So, like, everything right now, because it's, well, not now, but, like, a month ago, so cool, and I stay keep pretty much the same watering mm -hmm. schedule, mm -hmm. they get it a lot. But then as it goes down and it gets hotter and hotter, they kind of dry out a little bit. But I learned that because I did it one year. One year, I just mm -hmm. had them split. Mm -hmm. So, that was just yeah. not good. Then the next year, they were bland. And then the next year, I would cover them before I watered them because I wanted mm -hmm, to see. And they mm -hmm. were sweeter. They were actually sweeter. I could not believe it. Yeah. Do I have one? There you go. Do I have one? Huh? Do no, I have do watermelon? I have another for the list of what to start? I do. Do you? Not from seed, though, because that's not a thing for this fruit. Um, and we are trying to show fruit a little bit more love. So strawberries. So, but you need them as transplants. Um, and this really would be, so the garden gods say, if you plant a strawberry plant, you really should not let it bear fruit that first year, but instead, mm -hmm. you know, let it develop roots and then look forward to next year. But I don't always listen to the garden god, so where's that? I did it last year when yeah. I planted my strawberry patch, and it yeah. was worth See, it. See, I didn't. I planted mine last year, and um, you know, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be around next year to get these strawberries. So let me let it. It's hard, you know. It's you know, it's hard for me to yeah. pinch off those flowers, and so, and I did a pretty big patch. That's yeah. hard, man. And so, I mean, I totally got. So 
um, really small berries, maybe a pint or something, maybe. Um, so I actually moved them into a different bed this year. And um, about I, I thought about it because I didn't really have this one on my list. But when you talked about not watering, that's one of the beds that I haven't watered at all. Like I watered when I first transplanted like a month or something ago. And when I moved the strawberry plants from one bed to another and I haven't watered at all we've had like five days of like pretty warm weather and then like two or three days of rain I just let that go and in part it's because the um the soil that I used it's um it was the last of the soil drop from last year and it's just really thick it's not ideal for garden beds almost muddy like Um, and so I just didn't want to continue to add water to that um so anywho I had some this morning with a croissant and uh man it was golden a, a croissant what? a croissant yeah oh i hate it when mm. i hate that mm. pronunciation but yeah. i know it's how it's supposed to be um but you know down here we call it croissant yeah, i guess i can't hear the difference so it's all my good. mom calls it my mom calls it oh, croissant. Okay, yeah, i can hear that difference <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can you think so so i um yeah i said that to say i made the conscious decision not to add jelly to it the croissant um and it, i did need to because the strawberry is really sweet yeah dude i'm not gonna steal your recipe today oh yeah batavia's got the whoop, recipe whoop. for the day but speaking mm-hmm. of strawberries i don't even put jelly on my peanut butter and jelly anymore you just... i just cut strawberry i just slice strawberries and put them straight <sighs> up and it is awesome uh. i've been doing that for about six months now i love it it's great. Yeah. You just put the fruit directly on I feel on like it. we have to stop now and it's do gonna change the recipe of the day. And that needs to be it. Like, I'm so <laughs> mad that we didn't do this yesterday before I picked those few strawberries. Because I totally would have had a peanut butter and strawberry sandwich. I can't wait. I can't wait. But guess yeah. what? I have a strawberry patch in my backyard, which means there will be more strawberries. I um. <laughs> Well, it's, it's the same idea as putting banana. Yeah, for peanut sure. Butter and banana. It's um, peanut butter and normally jelly for me is one of those things. That, I mean, I don't eat it often, maybe once a month or something. But every time I eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I, I always say, damn, this is so good. Why don't I eat it more often? You know, so. The old standby. That's yeah, what we call yeah, it. The old standby. Yeah. So between peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or peanut butter and strawberry sandwiches, and tomato sandwiches this summer, man. I'm gonna have to start picking up my miles and walking a little bit more, man. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what I did today? Totally off subject, but I actually started oh, running again. Oh, good for you. Good for you. I'm training for another oh, triathlon. Oh, that's super cool. Well, with everything being canceled, are you gonna do like a? We're training okay, for next okay, year. Gotcha. Yeah. Super yeah. slow because so mm-hmm. I get injured. Because I have a deformity mm-hmm. in my left leg. So I have to be careful and I don't want to lose my summer of mm-hmm. surfing. So I'm just going to like take yeah. it super yeah. easy and just yeah. enjoy it, you know? Not yeah. push, but well, I'm anyways. good for you. So, and that, be, so, that being said, there will be more peanut butter and strawberries in my life. Yeah, it's from a now really on, good so. um, after it's yeah, a power workout food. snack. Yeah. Or even during if it's, you're doing those like long bike rides thing. and stuff. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm not going to yeah I'm not going right to now. say anything like that. 
Although based on the things I've been knocking down with my hips, you know, in my house, (laughs) (laughs) I really need to get on that bandwagon, but I'm convinced that I'm just working on getting into garden shape right now. And once I'm able to do that, I can think about something else. (laughs) Yeah. And actually, and there's one thing I wanted to ask you too, when you eat a peanut butter and banana sandwich, what do you put on it? I never eat peanut butter and banana because bananas. Well, people that you know. um, honey. Mm -hmm. Really? Do you know what they a lot of people in North Carolina don't. put on it? I don't know, maybe don't. other places, but here, I knew mayonnaise. you were gonna say that. I don't know why I knew it. Maybe in my subconscious so I heard gross. it, but I want to unhear it. Yeah, oh, I want to unhear so it too. I want to unspeak it. They're in the it. same camp of people that eat um, French fries with mayo or mayonnaise. Wait, what you mean they? The, the people that eat peanut butter and banana and <laughs> it's a they them. Joking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good night. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, listen, yeah, it's if it's 4,999 people, once we get done here, so be it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you are not we'll welcome know. here. No, I'm totally joking. You're, you're a weirdo, yeah. but we all are. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. You got any others? But, you know, and um, way to yeah. keep me on track. I like it. I did. And then it slipped my mind because I started talking. Oh, oh I made a list. I'm looking at my list here. Parsnips. Okay. Okay. So yeah, parsnips are a good one too because it takes them mm-hmm. a long time, but they actually get sweeter after the first frost. So you want to leave them in the ground until that frost comes. Is that an old wives' tale? So no, and I feel like I need to do a full-on experiment, but I'm not sure exactly how to judge it. So I was over at my mom's um, yesterday, and they were sitting out. You know, her and some of her neighbors were sitting out in their lawn chairs. And it's the cutest thing. Um, And, you know, I came up. Well, I I went over because she wasn't answering her phone. And with all that's going on in the world, like, you can't do that. And so. No, you got to answer your phone. So I rolled up real fast and I jumped out of the car, you know, and I had a feeling she was out sitting out front, you know. Um, but I came out and I was chatting with, um, some of the other folks, her neighbors, and we, she, you know, we were talking gardening because that's how I roll. Right. Um, and collard greens. And the first thing that one of the women said was Miss Jackson said, you know, and it's okay if they get a little bit of cold on them. I said, yeah. Cause they say, she's like, mm-hmm. she finished my sentence that they're sweeter. I said, yeah, that's what they say. And I'm thinking to myself, Miss Jackson, I think you've bought into it too. I'm not sure. Like I've had collard greens in particular. I've had lettuce and spinach that not lettuce, but spinach and kale that have gotten a little bit of that frost on them. And it's even hard for me to uh, compute those types of vegetables being sweeter. So I've heard it over the years. I've even said it, but it's just kind of a thing that you say because that's what gardeners say. But I always say, so they say. I just... (laughs) I just did a little oh, math equation. Oh, come on. And I, I, I know what your problem is. Wait, 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 wait. Garden wait, therapy. Wait, wait. Hashtag wait, garden wait. therapy. First off. Second and third off. When did we identify that I had a problem? <laughs> <laughs> I identified it just there. You're scared of plants and cold. Aren't you? You can't have dead air. You got to I'm speak. thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what? 
You are. I'm not ready to commit to being afraid of it. However, and I'm okay with fear. However, you may be on to something. And as I process this in the moment of the therapy session, I didn't realize, don't send me a bill for this. Um, I am thinking to myself, there is something about always trying to beat the cold, you know, for gardening in particular, but just in my life living in Chicago in the States, right? So it's like, it's you're trying to beat the cold, quite literally, get back home before the it gets really, really cold. Plant your tomatoes before, you know, pull the tomatoes, cover your plants because it's going to be cold. So it's a whole thing. And so I have literally been gardening around the cold, you know, so. And you should be embracing it. And I know that. You know it and you just no, won't do it. You know what it is? What is they it? say I should not the banana mayo peanut butter not those <laughs> they right <laughs> <laughs> they say I should but I'm just not buying it that's totally what the you know what happened I was about to use a big swear word but I'm gonna pull back there that's totally what happened with this spring yeah I just didn't buy into it right yep. you know and I know it's not a thing to be bought into yeah, you- but for me clearly it is well, first Listen, of all, I'm leaning back. This is first, like a weight off of my shoulders. First, identify the problem, right? You know. So if you guys want, you can check on my Instagram account next uh, in the next couple of days. The Backyard Gardener, spelled G-A-R-D-N-E-R. And I will show you the check that Batavia is going to send me for this garden Absolutely. therapy. I'm going to send and you. A, I'm gonna, my payment's going to be in seeds, though, just so you know it's not going to be. Like, <laughs> there's no cash. This is a bartering system. <laughs> I'm going to send you all of the seedlings but, of the um, kale, collards, and uh, cabbage that I killed. See if you can bring those back, buddy. No, yeah. I mean, if you if you embraced it where you are, you could have an awesome spring and fall garden. Especially in the fall. Because there are things that just, they yeah, like yeah, cold. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and that's what we're talking about today. This feeds directly into what we're now talking about. Now, this is the though. same person. This being me, she, her. I'm the same person. I'm about to start bamming on the desk. I'm pulling back. I'm trying to. Yeah, I know. I, I see. I'm looking at the desk <laughs> and I'm putting my finger down. Um, so I'm the same person that wants to harvest veggies in the winter, which is crazy when you think of I do really kind of shun the cold. Um, but that's also the explanation as to why I didn't pull those triggers last year. You know, why was I all of this yeah. overwintering that I talked about that I had? It was because I was so yeah. slow to plant later in the summer for a air quote fall garden. I was literally planting October 1st or something. Our first, our last frost, yeah. first, first, first frost date would be like the 28th, 29th of October. And I'm putting seeds in the ground on October 1st. See, in mm-hmm. your climate, you can't bullshit yeah. about yeah. when to plant. You got to yeah. be on the ball. Like for me, I got some leeway. Except for when I start my seeds in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. I don't have no leeway. But as as far as putting stuff in the ground, you got to really That's be on exactly the ball. That's exactly it. That's it. I'm pointing to you as in you get it, right? That's exactly yes, you it. Are. And that makes me anxious, to be quite frank. We're, we, I still have yeah. the quarter in the garden therapy, hashtag garden therapy. Um, it makes me anxious. It makes me nervous. Like there's the um, early in the summer, late the now get things in the gar- the garden like i'm literally going through that now like 
I got to get things in the garden. You know, I want to plant my flowers because I want to look at how beautiful they are. I want to plant my veggies. And so there's a relief once I got all of that in the the, um, garden, not this year because I'm still in the middle of it, but normally it's like you could sit back and relax your maintenance mode. But then to come back around and say, all right, now it's the second planting, you know, and I want to do it, but it, it just takes me time. I'm a little bit slower to the draw. See, and I think this is another one of those moments where what I'm about to say is going to come out making me sound like a total ass, but I'm just going to let it roll. You have been for the last seven minutes. I think that... Yeah. Oh, come on. I've been giving you garden therapy. Don't even give me that. I don't have to like it. (laughs) You could be much nicer. You could be nicer. (laughs) But the thing is, is like, so people in gen... And and this is a very general Mm -hmm. statement. There might not be anybody listening to this that has, but like I was this person for a long time. You start mm-hmm. a spring garden. Everybody's anxious. You was transitioned to summer, which is what mm-hmm. we're talking about now. And then they want to let it run as long as possible when you can, in fact, get a whole nother yeah. season out of your garden. And that's it's a tough decision. And that's where me planting the winter squash in between mm-hmm. the other two plants. That's where that came from. Because if you're planting cold stuff, like I'm going to use a Batavia term, the mm-hmm. brassicas, they don't like yeah, to get hot. Yeah. But I have to put stuff in the ground here. It'll still be mm-hmm. 90 degrees. But if you apply shade mm-hmm. to them, then it cools them right down. And then it allows them to get established as the days start to cool off. And then they'll start to grow. Because some things just won't yeah, grow when yeah. it's hot. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you saw my Brussels sprouts. Like that, as big as they were, they would not have gotten yeah. any bigger. They would have still made their, I want to say fruit, but the the Brussels sprouts, but they wouldn't have gotten any bigger. Because, I mean, you can get Brussels sprouts that are mm-hmm, three feet mm-hmm, tall, mm-hmm. loaded all the yeah. way at the stems. But those would have stayed a foot and a half but tall all year. Go and they back, wouldn't have produced. go back. It's the, it's, I mean, you're speaking to me. I feel like these are my garden demons, right? You know, so <laughs> yeah, they, but they're not yeah, just yours. Yeah. That's important to know. They're yeah, everybody's. I'm, I'm clearly not special because of this, because so many of you have this problem too. I'm sure, right? <laughs> so there is the you've planted it, and if you start to get a harvest from it, I mean, the idea I, I can't even imagine the idea of pulling out something that is performing. For that next thing, you know, it's like, <laughs> why is that not good enough? So for me, again, normally that's not been my issue because it's just, I'm just happy to finally get tomatoes in September, right? You know, and I'm just, again, trying to beat time, hoping that many more ripen before the frost hits. Um, but it. But why do you have to pull it up no, in I September? Wouldn't. I'm just saying, like, the idea of you're getting something, there's a plant that's producing, but. Your, so your broccoli is a good example. When, no, Brussels sprouts are a good example of that. You pulled it. It would have produced, but you are clearing way for something that will produce more and better. That's what I got from what you were doing. Yeah. I mean, well, it'll produce garbage is what it'll produce. Like it wouldn't resemble mm-hmm. a Brussels but sprout. But would it be tasty? You know what I mean? Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's mm-hmm. not worth it because I, and I told you and I'll tell everybody that last year I had the same, this has been an ongoing mm-hmm. saga with me and Brussels sprouts. And I've used that exact term like five times this week where last year I grew them in a bed and I didn't realize that they like cold weather and I let them grow all year and they look like 
crap all year. And I let them go. And essentially what I did is I wasted an entire bed, a quarter of my growing space in that area was just wasted. And they just looked bad the whole time. I should have mm-hmm. just pulled them up, put something in its place, you know. But, um, you know, what I'm saying is like, when do you start harvesting tomatoes generally in um, your area? August. Mid to late August. And I say that. So uh, okay. let me just clarify for other zone sixers. Um, that's because my tomato plants are going into the garden normally in June. Like that's the earliest I've, I think okay. I've ever planted a tomato plant. Maybe my earlier gardens when my grandparents knew better. Maybe I planted that earlier, you know, but my later gardens right. has just been me. Yep. June. Um, so yeah, I am. So good. Real quick side note. I have determinate Roma tomatoes and it's funny because that plant will still be producing and tomatoes will still be ripening once we get to October. Cause they've only had like four months total, you know? So, okay. So yeah. hold on, stop right there. So at that point, are they producing strong or are they dwindling down? I don't understand the words. So you know how like at, at the height of the season, you'll be pulling every day. You're just pulling tomatoes. like No, constantly. I understand what you're and saying, but gets... I don't want to understand the words. There's still tomatoes no, you... on the plant. OK, well, think about this way. There's 5000 people that want to okay. hear it. So so uh, oh, <laughs> they want to. Yeah. Okay, Sorry, guys. Sorry. I just. You know. <sighs> OK, deep breath. No, they're not. They're not producing <laughs> at their strongest. OK. So they're starting to dwindle. It's starting to get cool, right? So before all of this takes place, if you just put something in between your plants, they'll still grow and nothing will get hurt, right? Maybe. So listen. Nope, I'm not doing it. Nope. You take your... 4,999 people can do it because I listen too, so I'm one of those people. Um, I did try that with beets and which I think beets is a, not a friend to tomatoes. Gosh, it's so twisted in my head. Yeah, I um, think you're correct. And I tried it with lettuce. And I think at that point, um, either I didn't give the, the lettuce just didn't produce because my tomatoes were in full swing. And when I say full swing, it's leaf wise. So they were completely shaded. Now, if I would have let things go, maybe they would have produced lettuce for me, you know, later in the year. I'm not sure. Um, but I, I get I get what you're I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. So, okay. So, and you just kind of pushed Mm -hmm. me into the next section where you're talking about your, your tomatoes Mm -hmm. are leafed out, right? But you know that you can, you can trim your tomatoes, correct? So at this point, you take your lead in between Mm -hmm. your two tomato plants, right? I have to do because we're on video now. So you have your two tomato plants. And then if you go through, you have your lettuce here in the middle you can trim the suckers off of this to yeah, let more yeah. light in. And that's going to do two things. That's going to let that plant below get more light. It's going to keep it cool. It's going to do three things. Keep it cool. And it's also going to allow you to get more tomatoes off of your plant because there's going to be more energy that aren't used up by those suckers who get giant. You yeah, know what so I mean? So two notes there. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. It's more work, right? Um, and I'm just being real, right? So it's more work to do that. Um, yeah. Probably more important than that. 
Um, for those that may try this, just be careful because you can introduce disease as you're kind of cutting plants, you know, even at that stage. Um, the third thing is that actually is my plan this year at the beginning of the summer garden season. I'm saying this. Um, and remember I said, it's more work. So I'm making a commitment. Ben doesn't know about this. I'm, yeah. Uh-huh, write it down. I'm trying to think about like how to walk this back now. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doing two things real quick to note, and this isn't kind of the middle of the season for tomato plants. This isn't on subject, but to accommodate what Ben is describing, which is the topic for today, I'm doing a combination of um, letting my tomatoes go once they get big. And you you can you don't have to do this to do what you're getting at, Ben, but I'm going to do some single stemming. And I've been uber nervous about that, but I'm going to do that where these plants won't have single stem uh, pruning for my tomato plants, where I'm going to grow the tomato basically on one lead stem, which means I'm going to cut the suckers if I can clearly identify them, you know, as they kind of pop up. So that... Do you know how to identify them? I mean, I've watched enough videos to know it. It's just in the moment. Am I going to be... I'm going to be, you know, prune shy or whatever. Um, So those plants will have a little bit... Um, more space around them. And it's going to give me an opportunity to kind of interplant, if you will. I do already have some pepper plants planted near those um, because a good, good, good uh, garden buddy of mine and a general friend really recommended planting peppers near tomatoes. So who did that? It was just, it's, he's a little bit weird, but um, yeah. Yeah. He is. He's, uh, he's gotta be odd to give advice like <laughs> My that. My buddy Ben, co-host of the backyard garden podcast i can't believe you actually did it though you're gonna you're gonna be happy you know in part i did it because you know who knows i'm always up for good advice and also i had like 800 pepper plants you know (laughs) so i said okay where can i put them um so yeah i'm looking forward to it though so we'll see yeah it's when you cut the suckers off i mean and there might be some people that don't know what a sucker is so if you look at the um, stem of the tomato, there's going to be a big branch that comes off and it's not going to mm-hmm. have anything on it. And the actual part that produces the tomato comes mm-hmm. out above it. So generally you trim those off, but you can't trim them all the off. Elbow. They have a, they yeah. have a purpose. You know that other right? than to produce more you, uh, tomato. They produce more yeah, energy yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. the plant. So you can't go through and clear yeah. cut. Well, them. you, you, you gotta can. be careful. You can, but you you do have to be careful because you. Yeah, it's it's. I've seen it. I've seen it work. I've seen it work. I know. Now the real test. I know. I've seen it the work. The real too. test is going to be because what I've done is, um, again a little bit off topic, but what I've done is put a beefsteak tomato growing it regularly and a beefsteak tomato going to try the single stem method. And I've been wanting to try it for the last couple of years, but I haven't because I've only had so many tomato plants that I just didn't want to F it up. But now since I have a few more, I can try this experiment and really see if uh, one plant produces more tomatoes than the other. So to be continued on that piece of it. Yeah. And so like I go through my tomatoes and I just kind of, I start Mm -hmm. from the bottom and work my way up and I don't mm-hmm. trim them all. I trim them up to a certain point and then mm-hmm. I just kind of let mm-hmm. it go. You know what I mean? I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm on the fence about it. I know mm-hmm. I've seen mm-hmm. things work, but at the same time, like I'm trying to make yeah. things easy. Well, I don't know. And there comes a time, you know, some of the, the stuff you d- you're describing doesn't feel that easy. 
I don't know. Like you're what? like tuck this in here underneath there, leave this dead thing here, you know, click your heels there and 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 you know, I just I don't know. Tune in next week, you'll see. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna show okay. you. It's not okay. that hard. I'll show you. I'll show it's, it seems mm. difficult. And by but difficult, it's not. I don't it difficult wouldn't be the right word. It is um more steps to kind of your garden maintenance, you know. Um so it's just generally again more work. Not Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. It's something mm-hmm, I've always mm-hmm. done. So this, it just makes sense. This and- goes back to, we talked about this, or I talked about it a few episodes back. Who knows? 10, 12, 15, yet the last week's episode. Um, it's all what you see value in. So you're a lazy gardener by your own you know, admission, right? And... Maybe I'm not that lazy. I don't think you are. I think that there are, again, things that you find... <laughs> valuable or you do it out of habit and there are th- other things that she's saying eh, you know and so you shun those things off okay. right um i'm looking at our time to make sure we have time uh, to get yeah, into yeah, this yeah, 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 yeah. um that's so, the i i stepped in it i want to do you a favor the, i stepped in it and i'm trying to figure out like i didn't eat lunch which i never do before these Uh, episodes and i'm just like do i have the energy the physical energy to go through this with you yeah well (laughs) (laughs) i need an iv can i get some fluids in here good gosh okay go go for it go for it (laughs) it is hot as fire in my office too but it's uh no you know the more we talk about it i think it's because you know i do call myself a lazy gardener and i 100 do think i am but I think you're right when it comes down to what kind of gardener are you? So Batavia and I, we actually, we did talk about this previous, but not for the podcast, but um, there's the hobbyist gardener. And then what was the other one you said? I don't even remember. Um, I don't remember either. I don't know. We got to move on though. Kristen. I take it more yeah, seriously, yeah, yeah. gardener, mm-hmm. insert whatever term you want. So, and I, I take it fairly serious, but my biggest goal is to make a small garden productive as it possibly can to squeeze everything I can out of it each year. That's my goal. And I admire that about you you as a gardener. And I do think that it's almost like the subtitle or the, the caption should be that when you talk about these things. So I'm teasing you, you when I say like, it's a bunch more work. I know, I know you're doing it for the purpose of you're not pulling plants because you want to pull plants, right? You've done the math in your head no. and you realize, okay, I'm going to gain more if I do this now. And again, it's, you're much more yeah. logical than I am with gardening. I mean, I'm just going to keep it real. Right. You know, so I am kind of dreamy. You said earlier on, um, you know, there's some people that want to leave things in the garden and let it go to continue to get, you know, food off of it. And I'm that person. It's like, I don't want to pull a plant. Even we've talked about this, even sick plants, I'm pausing before I pull it. Um, and the logical gardener in me knows that it's time, but it's a real hard choice. And, and to be quite frank, and this is, I'll say it about myself. So perhaps if I say it about myself, it's not as offensive, um, there's a level of maturity when it comes to gardening too, right? Yeah, so there's a there's a level of maturity when it comes to gardening too, right? I'm gonna the, repeat it. It's the worst <laughs> way. It's the worst way to start off something. I'm gonna put myself in this category just in case I offend you. I'm offending myself too. I'm looking and I, it looks like 
my there's a special delivery garden related that i'm waiting on i'm looking out the window but Uh-oh. i can't see if she's coming to my yard keep on talking i'm gonna listen to see if i hear the gate open no go ahead i'm sorry <laughs> okay <laughs> but anywho yeah i mean i think it's it's again i admire the idea of you know you will for many it seems like drastic measures but you take steps to ensure it does yeah. seem like drastic because measures it's in, in, but they go ahead I was going to say, it, it just comes yeah. with experience, though. You know what I mean? Like, when you first start, and you, I mean, I'm sure you've come across this where you're like, first of all, I like how we've like totally abandoned the topic well, of the podcast. Well, we're hour in, so we could transition okay. into just our garden talk, you know. Yeah, so it's, um, you know, you start and you just want to mm-hmm, baby everything. Mm-hmm. And you just want to get every little bit. But after a while, man, it's like, Damn. I've been, I got tomatoes coming out my ears. I've been giving them away. Mm-hmm. Can't nobody take them. I'm like, it's time for me to get mm-hmm. some heads of cabbage mm-hmm. up in this mm-hmm. piece. It's especially for me, because I can be harvesting that stuff all the way up yeah. until December. Yeah. And some stuff like my broccoli, I got my broccoli out of the garden and my cabbage also in like February mm-hmm. and March mm-hmm. this year. Really March, I started getting it. So it's like, that's all that space yeah. wasted. You know what I mean? So it's just all that work you put into it. And I feel like people just kind of, you know, and everybody's guilty of this, especially at first you get, you, you know, you want to handhold everything and baby it. But those plants have been growing for millions of mm-hmm, years this mm-hmm. way. And so now it's time to just say, you know what, I'm not going to get as much because how many fried green tomatoes are you going to eat? It's a popular request you know of mean? friends and family. Do you have any green tomatoes? Um, so let me say yeah. this because you, um, and I'm not offended by this. You, you said, you know, it's really about experience. And I think that's spot on, right? You know, so I've been gardening a lot of years, but a lot of my garden years are with some pretty staple vegetables, right? You know, so, I mean, if we were to map this out on a project plan, because it's a part of, you know, what I do for a living, so get uber technical. Yeah. Like there are a number of years where, right? Here we go. Everybody <laughs> hold on to your pants. This is about to get exciting, right? Uh, there's a part of this where it is... Um, you know, your traditional, if you could find it in a big box store, chances are I've, I was growing it. And so these last handful of years, handful of years, I've been exploring growing different things, which means they're different requirements, which means they're different times of year that I'm planting them, which means that I am starting to be faced with making some of the tougher decisions that you've been making in your garden for many, many years. Right. You know, so it absolutely is experience. Right. And no, it is. It is. Um, and we, but we also have to recognize that everyone isn't in the same space that you are or the space that I'm trying to get to. So it could be and I still in my head process it process it this way if I get a shit ton of tomatoes I'm satisfied with my garden this year right you know it doesn't matter that I I could have gotten a different variety of vegetable had I made that decision in September to say the tomato plants aren't as productive let me pull them I am going to commit today to never pulling a tomato plant that is healthy for my garden I will not do it I'm speaking for all of the they that don't want to do it either. <laughs> no, no, seriously. So I, I definitely get where you're going. Um, it takes some time for some of us to get there. Some of us won't well, ever get there. And this is, and this is going to be unfolded in another episode, 100%, because this really needs more talk. But when it comes down to it for me too, it's like, you know, you, you put a lot of mm-hmm, effort into mm-hmm. your garden, right? And you, you put a lot mm-hmm. of money into your garden. So it's time is money. 
So I want mine, you know, when I sit back and look at it, I don't want to sit back, you know, at the end of the year and be like, damn, I spent 20 hours a week in the garden, spent $400 and ate $20 worth of vegetables. Boy, it's a good year. You know what I mean? Like for me, my measure of success is, okay, snow peas are five ninety nine a pound. I got half a pound a day for two weeks. Do the math. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, and then I'm like, there's my measure of so, success. So, but this is a challenge. Like, I feel like we should cut off the last 20 minutes and make a whole nother. No, no. I'm not serious. And make a whole nother episode because I really want to dig in. And as a timeout. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm in part just teasing. As a timeout, the doorbell rang. After I was looking out of the window, which means I'm certain my package has come because my mail person, this is the second time she's come. So she's coming with a special deliveries now. Right. And so um, I'm like really on the edge of my seat about what I need to do with the things she's delivering. Um, do they need to come inside? No, it's it's fine to be outside a little while longer. Thank okay. you. Um, but, you know, I think. It's relative, right? So that one description where you said you had a bed that you left after you pulled it. Well, yeah, you you got nothing out of that bed after you pulled the stuff out of it. So that's a big fat goose egg, right? You know, but I think the issue that I don't know if you're hearing me when I say it. There are many gardeners in my I've been one and I'm probably still one. You're getting vegetables out of your garden, Right. Vegetables are coming out. There may not be it it may not be the exact amount of each vegetable that you want, but it's still something that you've grown and you're satisfied with that. Now, if you do this step and take this turn, perhaps you could, again, have a more diverse profile of the vegetables that you're harvesting. But I don't know if everyone's thinking it through to that degree. I'm sure some of the five thousand are. But I'm sure some of the 5,000 would rather not spend that extra time sowing those additional seeds and just, again, give tomatoes away for, you know, Halloween. Oh, yeah. Well, and it, it depends, sorry, too. Funny. Well, first of all, if you're going to be that person in the neighborhood, that's, that would be you'll terrible. you pay for that, you know, dearly, but go on. Yeah. But it's one of those things, too, and it's just like letting your spring mm-hmm. garden stop and then not doing anything for the, mm-hmm. the summer is... You can do that, but what I'm saying is you can still get this stuff out of it and plant. That's yeah, what I'm I trying to say. I understand that, but you could still you, get you know stuff I mean? out of it without planting more, too. Now, this doesn't apply to every right. vegetable, say, but, so, you know. Well, let's say this, too. Like, you know, you mm-hmm. like tomatoes. One of my faves. But is there a spring? You like, you like, do you I like do. collards? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. one of your favorites, right? For well, spring. So, like. Because I. What's your favorite for well, spring? Collards, really quickly. I'm going to be uh, growing them all summer and harvesting them late summer, early fall. Um, spring, I would really have liked to have planted um, lettuce and spinach. So those are a couple of my favorites, something that okay. I eat all year long. Yeah. And so lettuce, you know, if you really like it, make that mm-hmm, space for mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Don't just... I'm not trying to say like, don't do it no matter what. You're not a good gardener. That's not what I'm saying at all. Like, cause I get to that. Like by the end of summer, you're like, man, screw this. You know, I'm done. You know, I think, what was it? Your grandmother let said, re- let the garden when run the garden wild. Goes wild. Yeah. yeah. There's a point where, I mean, mm-hmm. you literally do. I know I do never heard it before, but I, I'm 100% mm-hmm. let it run wild. But the thing is, is like at that point, like I really like lettuce too. And now we, you can do it. 
So I'm just saying, like, there's it's mm-hmm. food for thought. It's food Nicely for thought, done. You know? Nicely and done. It's just, food for thought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just kind of like putting all this stuff into your garden, like the zucchinis and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like pulling it out. Then, you know, I, there's still that I opportunity. I still stand by. It's next level gardening. Right. So I'm going to go back to. Yeah. yeah I'll yeah. listen to this episode. I'm with again. you on that. You won't. But there's a point where I said something along the lines of for me and some others plant and basically switch over to maintaining right you know so for people that either have a small space or again just want to kind of put those plants in the ground and then get food once it's ready um that isn't where they are but the reason why i love this topic and the reason why i am interested in we'll have to figure out how to we how to not repeat what we've already covered but make this a a unique and special episode because it's really important i think Oh, we're just going to repeat it. It's okay, okay if we repeat it. Everything. Exactly. Even <laughs> including the doorbell ringing. and uh, But it's super duper important because I think that um, it just shows kind of the diver- like the difference in our gardening. Right. You know, uh, yeah. and I'm sure over the we're just going to keep on talking about 5000 people. We should have made that a drinking game. So the 5000. Right. Super excited about that. Thank you guys again. Um I'm sure there is a combination of the two of us. I'm sure there's some some folks that are just like you, some folks that are just like me, and some folks that are like neither. Which I don't know if I don't know if yeah. why you're listening if you're like neither of us, but because you're curious. So put it this way, though, let's take it out of mm-hmm. our situations and say you only have room for a really small mm-hmm. bed, but you have a taste for yeah. all of this stuff. This applies yeah, to that yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like that applies to the person that has one four mm-hmm. by four bed. That's yeah. all you can have. You know, you live in a house like, with a postage mm-hmm. stamp mm-hmm. yard. This is what that person, you know, I mean, anybody can do it, but this yeah. really applies for the person with a small garden because there are a lot of people yeah. with small gardens. And I think that's really, um, and I, unfortunately, I still consider myself one, which I know, you know. Um, that's the dumbest yeah, thing I've ever heard. that doesn't mean that I don't feel that way. Um, so... But if you break down your garden bed by bed, then you do have yeah, a small garden. But I also came from a place where for sure I had a small garden and there's I mean, trying to break mm-hmm. away from that thought pattern. Right. Um, the reason why I do like that for like all that we've talked about in this last few minutes about um, that for a small garden is a small garden. You might have one tomato plant. Like, I've, I mean, this year, clearly I went crazy with the tomato plants, but the most I've ever had was five. Right. And that was a stretch. Um, so yeah, one tomato plant is going to do it if tomato plants at all. Right. You know, so I like the idea of getting, I mean, some folks are harvesting enough for a couple of meals and then moving on to another vegetable. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. I get it. I didn't feel like I got it, but I think I get it. Yeah, I think you get it. So I don't, since we're talking about seeding for, um, in summer, I don't want to skip over one subject flowers you know what let me say this just for you just i feel for you. like this has been a really Go- fun conversation it's been educational informative i don't feel like you need to make anything up to me um so <laughs> although not. i welcome it and i appreciate it and i love it for you L- love you for it flowers let's go all right all right what were you gonna say about flowers so and i'm talking so excited I'm talking about seeding flowers. Okay, yeah, I'll take it. It's flowers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sowing seeds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Did do you have any that you could plant Zinnias, in summer? Um, marigolds. Those are all that um, marigolds, especially, which I know there's some people that aren't in the camp of that um, marigolds in general, but they will last all the way into the frost. So the point from when you're seeding now to when they come up, probably 45 days, even mm-hmm. two months from now, you're going to enjoy that flower and it's going to be in your garden until the, the cold weather kills it. Um, Zinnia is there and just watch the package because there's some that take like 70, 80, 90 days and you don't want those. You want the ones that are like 35 to 50 days. Uh, so you can definitely drop those seeds. Um, I don't know. No others come to mind. Okay. I'm loaded because I'm actually okay. working on a go, project. Go, go, go. Morning glories. Oh, but those are, I'm looking for an ink pen to start writing down because, you know, I'm, prob- I'm sure I probably have the package of them. But what? But um, what? They can be invasive, just as a note. They're beautiful. Yeah, though. but they're annual, right? Well, that's, uh, I, I think that they, yeah. Yeah. They can come back depending. Let's just say that. So, so let me, let me preface this whole conversation. If, if you're going to plant any of these things that we're talking about when it comes to flowers, make sure they're not invasive before you do it. But if you want color towards the end of the year, you know, morning glories are one of them. Um, Johnny jump ups. I've not heard of that. That's like a viola. Mm -hmm. They're in Mm -hmm. the same family. I believe. I hope I'm not making an ass of myself, but I'm going to go ahead and just stay firm with that. I've written it down. It's okay. Um, asters mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are another one, From I believe. Seed? Cosmos. Seed? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So, like, I was just researching mm-hmm. this last night or past couple of days because this is kind of the project mm-hmm. I want to do. And Marigolds is one of them. Um, I believe Black Eyed Susans was on yeah, there, Yeah, I too. can imagine that. They have a longer season, so... Uh, put your hat on because I was, um, I've purchased flowers. So it's been said. Yeah. And I am so happy about it because they make me happy. Um, but I also was, yeah, oh no, I'm just a flower lover. I'm a flower girl. No. Okay. So, um, I also was thinking to myself cause I feel like I'm getting my vegetable garden for summer under control. <laughs> Um, and I feel like I have about two to three weeks before I really need to buckle down for my fall garden. So all of that reluctance in the first hour of this episode doesn't mean I'm not going to give it a try. Like, again, there's levels to this shit, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm ready to move to that next level. Um, so, but I was thinking to myself, I wish I would have sowed more seeds, flower seeds. Remember I said that? Then I said, yeah. you know what? Huh? That's where I was too. Why not? And I was Why thinking, not so more? You know, I, well, I don't have a lot of um, mm-hmm, fall flowering mm-hmm. stuff around mm-hmm. my yard. So I was thinking, I was like, man, I'm going to miss out mm-hmm. on all this color. So I started looking into it. And one of the ones is going to be snapdragons. Yeah, 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 yeah. So That's my, another one. Because in my area, they're actually perennial-ish. It's in my top, my top 12. Definitely in my top yeah, 15 favorite. They're, <laughs> they're perennial-ish. <laughs> so... And then it's a good time to take um, cuttings oh. for your flowers and okay, propagate okay. them. I don't normally do that. I know, I know. All this work, man. Coming soon. I know. I, I'm just, you know. It's I so know. hard. You know, when you watch these, some of these videos I'm going to do, you're going to be like, that's just so easy. No, I know it's, it's, Why? but you, I mean, if you know a thing about me, you know I tend to overthink things when it comes to this. Yeah. I know a lot and of things about you. that's definitely one of them, yeah. right? Top 10, top five. Um, so, yeah. like, 
I love to make things out of a project, but a project is a project, right? You know, so um, yeah, cuttings. Yeah, I'm not so sure, but go on. I know it's it's almost ridiculous. So, I so, almost feel like one of those people that eat the peanut butter, banana, and mayo sandwiches. Like it's that ridiculous. Like my paws around this, but <laughs> yeah, it's it's all about being wasteful mm. for me. And it's like, hey, why not? It's so mm-hmm. easy to do. But um, you know what I'm doing is I'm taking a palette and I'm gonna break it apart and make mm-hmm. a planter to put on my porch, and I'm gonna plant these things. You know, spring. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but it's definitely going to set it up for fall. So those are the flowers and, and you made me go off track and I, I don't know enough about it. So I had, hold on one second. Yes, I have your card. I'm so locked into what it was that I lost it, but you got the basic few that you can do now. And that, I mean, there's such a short time too, that there's not really much. Yes, Batavia. Thank go you. Ahead. I appreciate you taking my question. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> There is, it, it all depends on the, your why, right? You know, so I love how you described, um, I, you know, I'm going to miss out on these colors, right? You know, and the level that you're being converted into a flower lover is like astronomical. Like this is going much faster than we planned. We as in, you know, me and the garden gods. But anywho, um, I am anxious. Yeah. I, like when is the palette project? When is that going to air? Do you think? Uh, okay. I don't All know. Right. Well, I mean, I could save it for yeah. Sooner than I later. actually have a within few the next month palettes. So I, I did this quick, you know, garden tip about like don't be afraid to ask for you know um, like free things, right? So I and scavenge, yeah. right? You know, so I have a couple of palettes that I was going to use for a different project, but I ended up scrapping that project. But I still have the palettes, and I have a space in my front yard. Um, uh, my front porch that it's actually yeah. pretty shady and I am I have goosebumps when it comes to the thought of being able to plant like flowers I do have a couple of flowers I'm going to plant on the railing but flowers on the actual porch and the idea of being able to use fuchsia the color fuchsia no, the <laughs> I do love the idea of being able to use these palettes so I have uh, my list is so long right now that's why I'm like can can you give me a few weeks before you drop this you know, nugget on us. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, it's going to okay. be a little bit because I got to, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm very, when I do something like this, I'm very specific uh, yeah. on how I want it and I don't want to go get another yeah. palette. So I have one mm-hmm. palette just laying around. I'm mm-hmm. like, I got to use it mm-hmm. for something and I figured it out. So I, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing what I need to do, but it's, uh, okay. it's going to be right. a little well, I mean, bit. I got time. But, um, and I, I wasn't, time. I wasn't really going to film it, but since you yeah, asked, I'll I film appreciate it. that. I, um, so yeah. yeah. I think people will get a kick out. I mean, I'm sure there's other videos about it, but you know, um, it's more about what I'm going to put in it. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some seeds and some, um, transplants maybe, but if I don't get around to it like this week or something, I'm probably going to start the seeds in separate Mm -hmm. trays Mm -hmm. and then put them in. I think it's just so I can kind of get a jump on them, get them going. But, um, so yeah, that's my okay. project going on right now. There's your garden yeah, update I'm for me. About it. But do you know what time it is? <sighs> that's me rubbing my stomach. <laughs> well, it's, it's time for the recipe oh. of the day featuring Batavia, the front yard gardener.
Okie doke. So this is like a do it right now recipe. Um, if you want to pull this from your garden, because we've already talked about in this episode, kind of some things that are bolting in our garden. Um, but we're also kind of in the middle of grilling season, right? Um, so the recipe is for a grilled head of romaine lettuce. How about that? Right. Um, uh, it is actually, I'm so mad. I didn't use my grill for this with the romaine that I had. Um, so I'm actually going to my next trip at the grocery store, pick up some, cause it doesn't have to be from your garden. It'd be nice if it was, but take, um, the, a head of romaine lettuce. I'd say if you're a fan of it, one per person, if you're not sure if folks are going to be crazy about it, I'd use one head per two people, right? So super duper simple. Take your romaine lettuce, um, the root of it, where all the lettuce is connected. I'd shave off kind of the brown part of that root, but don't cut it off because you want the lettuce leaves to remain intact with the root. Then I'd also take the other end of the lettuce head and trim off the edges. So you kind of have a clean cut there. Um, We're going to use a marinade. And so we're going to do... I'm a big fan, and I know some people aren't, of olive oil. Uh, You could probably use some other type of oil, like coconut oil, to make your marinade. Um, But I'm going to use olive oil, about three or so tablespoons. Um, I'm going to add in some fresh herbs because I have them in my garden. Uh, So this is an opportunity to use something like, you know, oregano or rosemary. It's whatever your taste palette's going to cause for. I know, I know, I know Ben's favorites. Um, You can also use dried herbs. Um, So just sprinkle that in to taste into the marinade. Um, Do about two tablespoons of, I'm sorry, two teaspoons of, of vinegar. You know, so we're adding oil, vinegar, seasoning. So I do a apple cider vinegar um, or a balsamic vinegar either, even stir that together. You've already turned on your grill um, or you have kind of gotten your coals if you're using charcoal hot. Um, the key here is going to be make sure that the portion of the grill you're going to use is clean. So you don't want anything left over from what you may have already been grilling. And the timing has to be right because you really want to serve this after directly after you've grilled it. Um, So just before your dinner or lunch. Uh, So take a brush and then just slather on the marinade. We've stirred it all together. It's all mixed in in great and gooey. Um, I wouldn't bother about chilling it. Uh, Slather it on to the romaine heads and then just put it on the grill about two minutes per side or until it gets to the portion of it being charred in the way that you want. Now you're taking it off of the grill You can decide now if you'd like to cut it, you could actually chop it up if you want to make it into a salad, or I've actually served it as the whole romaine head. Um, This is the part, again, that could make it delicious, or you could opt out if it's not your thing. Parmesan cheese and a squeeze or two of lemon juice. So fresh lemon, cut it in half, cut it in half again, so it's in fourths. Squeeze that lemon juice on it, sprinkle some Parmesan cheese, and voila, it's deliciousness. Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. I, it's funny. I've done. I've I've grilled mm-hmm. lettuce before, and it was a totally oh, different yeah, recipe. Yeah. Though. I um just make sure yeah, you don't put that the loose leaves of lettuce on the grill. You don't want that. Yeah, so keep that romaine head intact. Yeah, ours is yeah, completely yeah. different. Oh, I'd love to hear yours then. Yeah, let's you go hear for it, it now. You just take a leaf of lettuce, 
rub some Carolina ketchup on it and then put it on high speed on high and just get it a little bit brown. Cause you gotta be careful. Yeah. 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 That's a part of like keeping it whole. And then you too, take though. it off and eat it. I've never heard of that, yeah. but, um, perhaps you don't know what Carolina ketchup is. Is it not is, just a regular ketchup from Carolina? Okay. No, 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 no. So okay, so I'm not even gonna say it on here. I want anybody that's listening that knows what Carolina ketchup is to DM okay. me on Instagram and I will give All you right. a shout out. And you will inform so I'll me. Tell you no, later, no, Batavia. I, I want to wait to hear what oh, someone yeah. describes it as. So let me know when they DM you. She's gonna look it up. No, as I'm soon not. As she gets I'm off. not. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be okay so. with that surprise. Or we're gonna find out yeah, that no one else is gonna know of the five thousand people. No one else is gonna know. Plus the two friends that they shared this episode well, with. If there's anybody that's listening in North Carolina, okay. they know right. what Carolina yeah, ketchup is. True. So maybe South Carolina, but I don't know. So yeah, no, it's uh, it's and you, you don't usually think about grilling no, no. lettuce either. That's the weird thing about it. So if you pull it out, people will be mm-hmm. like, "What the hell?" And then they eat it. And they're like, "Yeah, it's a really good. attractive um, kind of piece to your plate." And it's actually, I mean, it's we talked about this a couple episodes ago, where you know you talked about like people just know about salads right you know it's like what are you actually eating you know and this is yeah. just one spin that definitely looks at leafy greens differently can i tell you something so after that episode i was like super worried that i came across oh, like an asshole for no. what i said and then i went back and listened to it like i was like i'm gonna mm-hmm. go listen to this one part and i was like Oh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't at all. It wasn't that bad in the moment. I, you know, I was just giving you a hard time. And I actually, you know, of course, I listened to it again. And I listened to you saying, like, oh, I'm going to come across as a real dick. And I'm just like, and I, I doubled down, like, you sure did. <laughs> but no, it's all good, man. <laughs> I literally lost oh, sleep I'm over sorry, that. buddy. Because yeah. that's not my goal. My, no, it's it's not you. It's it's. I don't want to discourage anybody mm-hmm. from anything mm-hmm. ever when it comes mm-hmm. to this space. And anything that I say, I don't want it to come across as you know, to discourage somebody from mm-hmm, doing anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, and it's like, and, and plus when you pull out that lettuce and you put it on the plate, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a showstopper yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm, it's so mm-hmm. different, you know, that's, that's I mean, you want to have a garden marks, party? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Get char marks on it and stuff. Yeah. But don't, don't give it to them wilted yeah. like hell. And make sure the lettuce good. hasn't bolted. Don't, you don't want to use that bitter lettuce in there either. So. Unless you oh, don't like well, them. Oh, yeah, there's that. Unless oh, you don't like them. Oh, I have a special like plate them. for you. Yeah. yeah. This one I made just for you because we're best friends. No, I'll stand here while you eat it. Yeah, yes. That's, a, that's yeah. a tough one, man. Yeah. That's a real tough one. But yeah, that's, um you know, and grilling vegetables. We haven't given a grill no, any love either. Damn it. We're, we are Slacking. just... I feel like we're, we're not, keeping up we're, with 90% of our commitment to listeners and like 10%, which I'm going to say that that's the recipe. Like we're falling down. We mm-hmm. need to be cutting edge. Mm-hmm. That's it. From this pay for, more grilling, yeah. more mm-hmm. fruits. Mm-hmm. And we're doing this. This is it. It's We're giving like you recipes for air. We're going to be cooking air. Have I ever told you the Eritarean no. story? <laughs> and I already know. I I'm already about know. to drop some. I don't know, but I know that. No, you I don't know, know the story, but I, I know that I'm going to love it. Go ahead. So I'm going to go ahead and say this. There's going to be some mm-hmm. language in a second. Mm-hmm. There, I'm going to drop the F-bomb, but you can't tell okay. the story without it. So I'm a huge Joe okay. Rogan yeah. fan. Yeah. Huge Joe Rogan. Everything he does. And I'm not taking this as a quote from The Office. I literally have, like, from when he was in... um news radio on you know as soon as i found out about him 
So he had this TV show on sci-fi about conspiracy mm-hmm. theories, which I'm a big mm-hmm. conspiracy theory fan. They're just fun to think about. I don't follow all of them. But he went to this thing and they were talking, they were showing how a tornado was made or something, you know, or how something could stop a tornado. I don't know. It's not the point of the story. And he walks in and there was this Native American guy's picture mm-hmm. on the wall, like very mm-hmm. stoic. You know what I mean? Like he looked like he knew like mm-hmm. he was the man. You know what I mean? And um, he walks in and he's like, oh, that's a, that's a cool picture, man. He's like, yeah. And the guy that was runs the place, he's like, yeah, that's a good friend of mine. And Joe Rogan was like, oh, yeah, that's that's cool. You know, he's um, you know, he looks like he's real powerful and da da da. da. And the guy is like, yeah, he's a he's an Eritarean. And he goes. What? And he's like, yeah, he hasn't eaten or drinking anything in three years. And that guy and Joe Rogan was like. Man, fuck you. That's the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. He's like, fuck you and your Eritarian friend. It just walked off. <laughs> and it's like, no. what a no, great no. answer for something so yeah, absurd. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Shut it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, the, and the thought that you're going to walk in and see somebody who's going to talk about something mm-hmm. like this and mm-hmm. start off with that, you're already mm-hmm. like, I'm mm-hmm. done. Yeah. I'm walking out. So that's my Eritarian story. <laughs> It's not even my story, well, but it's a you story. Know, we're still going to bring some recipes regarding air on, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll give you a, I'll give you an air recipe yeah, one day if you want. I got one. Grief. I'm totally joking. Where's yeah. the camera? <laughs> I'll make up one. But um, no, so I think we went a little bit off topic today, but I think it worked out. I hope out. so. Well, you, you all will tell us if it didn't, right? Yeah, maybe not so much. Yeah. No, don't tell us if it didn't. It's cool. No, it's we just want love. DM me and tell me if you're like, I was an hour and thirty one minutes joking. in, and I just said I'm giving up. You know, we're at like an hour and thirty two minutes. <laughs> I'm joking. It was um no, and I think actually, what we've done is we've kind of set up the conversation mm-hmm. here for mm-hmm. multiple shows mm-hmm. down the road. That because these some of these topics we talked about really need to be de- delved yeah. in some more, but apparently. My take on it is don't be afraid to plant something in the summer. You know, we've given you a couple of them. Um, Do your your flowers if you want. Batavia, she might not feel that way. My take is it's never too late to plant something, even if it's something you're planting that you're going to get some harvest from next year. So Mm -hmm. that's true. You know what? Your take's better than mine. I knew it when it was in my head, but you know, I'm not one to brag. (laughs) Yeah. So, that being said, I want to put out a request out there. I have a confession okay. to make. I really like looking at other people's gardens. Oh. I really like to see how they create their spaces. And I'm putting out the call out there. I'm asking people, if you if you want, DM me on Instagram a picture of your garden. And I'm going to start putting posts together. As much as I can get, I'm going to put posts together highlighting different gardens of our listeners and stuff because you guys are special to it. We have a lot of followers on Instagram, and if you listen in both places, you guys are special. But our listeners, I mean, I feel like you guys really know more about us, and we want to show off the stuff that you do, and I think it's really cool. I've got a couple pictures. I got one pic. I can't wait to put it out there. It's so cute. So, you know, DM me or, you know, Batavia, whatever, and she'll share them with me and we can make them and post them. But, um, you know, definitely if you want to do that, it'd be cool. Listen, I was just texting, I think yesterday, 
um, yeah, New Gardener was talking about, you know, um, seeing their first tomato, right? And um, I think the comment was something like, well, I know this is old bag for you. And I'm like, I literally am as excited when I see and hear about other people's gardens as if it were my own. Like, I am yeah. like, so I love this idea. I can't wait to see some of the pictures. Um, and I mean, if you have a garden that's on your banister, we want to see it. You know, if you have a garden that, you know, blocks off a city street, we want to see it like everything in between. So, um, so yeah, please do share. Doesn't matter. It can be yeah. any garden too, but I mean, really if it's your own person, cause it really, your garden really mm-hmm, says a lot mm-hmm. about you. So, you know, if you guys have that, please, I, I think it'd yeah. be a lot of fun. You know, like I said, you guys are special especially the ones that have been listening to us. You've been with us. You know, we hit a big milestone. So thank you very much. Unfortunately, the next milestone's a ways off. So maybe we'll be making that announcement soon, but we'll be happy with what yeah, we got for now. Yeah, and um, we need um, to wrap you know. because you're not going to make me cry. I have been holding on strong this new format. You're not doing yeah, a good listen, job. This new form- you hear, you're do not you doing hear a my, good job. All my words are drawn out longer because I'm trying to pull it together. <laughs> like <laughs> so that's it so thank you guys um visit us at all our spots and let us know how we can help you we love helping you we love talking to you we love you guys and grow strong this summer see ya i hope you enjoyed our conversation today you can find us at backyard gardens the movie on facebook and backyard gardener on instagram And YouTube is Backyard Gardener, where I'm doing videos showing cooking and building gardens and gardening tips, all kinds of good stuff. And you can find Batavia at... You'll find me on Instagram at B underscore Better Garden. And then you'll find me on Facebook, same name. And then I'm also over on YouTube at Be Better Garden. I am sharing hashtag Garden Joy every chance I get. I hope you enjoy. So if you have any questions, hit us up on all of our platforms anywhere you want, and we will be more than happy to help you with what you can. And again, thanks for listening, and we will see you guys next time. Cut. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in.